Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Xavier Heat, wrestling's favorite hothead. And I'm the man with no gimmick, the James Conti. And you are listening to Double, Double Turn, Turn Radio. Radio. We all know him. Rapper like a domino, any kind of foe. Watch me stretch him like abdominals. I'm a line of, yo. Anything I touch, phenomenal. A line of flow. I be styling to get him out of here. Like it's time to go. Made a way in this lane. I'm honing in on the moment, so it's one versus all. Rain over him like I'm roaming in the zone. On this mic, and all I see is opponents. Gave my life to this music. I never chased them diplomas. Never had a plan B. Never thought of reporting it. Killing like a legend. Rated red who keep fortin' it. Really about that action. I ain't about to keep talking it. But you like a bull and you lose it, so put a fork in it. Animal and hawking it. Living less fortunate. Till I took the warrior's road and then I caught a lick. Aikerman Razor, I bring the pain when I alter it. Flare flowing, every single figure full of Got to wrestle every rap. Catch him when they lack. Lone wolf on his own, putting pressure. Hey, welcome back to Double Turn Radio. My name is Xavier Heat, wrestling's favorite hothead, and next to me is my beautiful and lovely co-host. The man with no gimmick, the James Conti. This is Double Turn Radio's weekly Smack Me Raw review show, where we review Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night Smackdown Live. We are on, this was the week of the go-home show for Fastlane, so at the end of this episode, you're going to get our predictions for Fastlane. We've got uh, a lot to talk about as well. Um, whether Brock is actually getting Roman Reigns over, uh, the promotion on Raw for Fastlane, and uh, the universe mode that kicked in in the middle of Raw for some reason. Uh, we got a bunch of things to talk about, like James said, including the uh, the predictions for Fastlane. We want to go ahead and shout out our sponsors. Um, we got Warriors of Wrestling as our wrestling sponsor. April 14th, you get a double header at St. Finbar's Catholic Church. Uh, that's going to be at 1839 Bath Avenue for all you Brooklynites. And for all my Staten Islanders, I'm pretty sure you could pay a $16 toll to go watch some wrestling. Um, the event is going to start. Uh, you got doubleheader, like I said. You got Woman of Warriors 5, and you got Hostile Takeover at uh, 8. Uh, so Woman of Warriors 5 is going to be at uh, the doors open at 3. Bell time is going to be at 4. General mission and front row is going to be 15 and 20 a pop. Uh, they have Jillian Hall in action. Former WWE superstar Jillian Hall in action. Uh, if you don't remember Jillian Hall, look up anywhere between, what, 2006 and 2009 wrestling? Yeah, Just you'll, about. you'll find her. Yeah, she's it, the one with the annoying voice. Or if you go back a little further than that, you'll even find her with her with the mole on her face. With that boogeyman ate off. Oh, yeah. There there was a lot of gems lot, yeah. with her. Yeah. Um, so she's going to be action at Woman of Warriors 5. Like I said, that's going to be at uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, the card that you've got, you got Antoinette Marie versus Faye Jackson. You got Ariella Nix versus Kareen Mink. You got Riley Shepard versus Tasha Steeles, Nyla Rose, and Allie Rex. You got the WOW Women's Title between champion Nikki Adams and Christina Marie. And then in tag team action, you have the returning Clockwork Angel Catron. We haven't seen her in a while. And Deanna Thumper Robinson versus Jillian Hall herself. And the fan favorite C Bunny. So definitely go and check that out. That's going to be an earlier show that night. 
Um, but later on that night, and the usual bell time is at 8, and doors open at 7, you're going to get Hostile Takeover. Same place. Uh, there's no official card as of yet. You're going to get Sunny, uh, former WWE, um, I'm sorry, current WWE Hall of Famer Sunny, if she can get out of jail because she's currently incarcerated. Uh, you will get her there, as well as Jillian Hall. She'll be there later that night as well. You're going to have people like Sunny Kiss, Neftali Rodriguez, the WOW uh, heavyweight champion currently, because we're filming this right before Fallout, uh, Juba. You're going to have Dan Moff. Uh, Isaiah Wolf, um, Tony Booz, you're going to have Logan Black and the Apostles of Chaos. So, a bunch of people. And you're also going to get Justin Gabriel in action. Last time he didn't do a 450 splash. Let's hope for a better yeah, time cool. this time around. Funny story about uh, Hostile Takeover at Warriors. Uh, that's the name of the show many years ago that I got kicked in the head at ringside. Wow. <laughs> so you've got a little piece of Warriors on your face. Yes, and it's on YouTube right. as well. Speaking of Warriors, if you haven't already, check out our Logan Black interview. It's on SoundCloud. Um, we've put it everywhere on our social media. If you don't follow us, follow us. Double Turn Radio everywhere. Uh, it's not hard to find us. We are on YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes as well. Uh, and we are on the road to video podcasts. Before I get to that, we also want to shout out uh, Russell Rated R. Tyson. Uh, he provides a song in the beginning and end of every podcast. Uh, we give a little snippet in the beginning, and then we give the full song in the end. So definitely tune in after the podcast for the full version of this week's song. That's going to be Gummo, uh, the Takashi 6 9 song. He does a wrestle rap remix. So definitely go and check that out. That'll be the end of the end. Uh, but like we said, we are on the road to WrestleMania, which also means we are on the road to video podcasts as well. Just bought a camera, tested it out. I'm staring at it. Looks amazing, sounds amazing. We're getting you better content. Uh, hopefully, we get better chairs. But Thanks. next week's Smack Me Raw, next edition of Smack Me Raw, including all of our lead ups to WrestleMania, our 10 count for WrestleMania, our pay per review for WrestleMania. Uh, we might have a special edition of our 10 count as well. We're going to be doing a very, very special video. We don't want to call it a podcast because I don't. It's kind of a special event. We're not going to announce <laughs> it just yet. Yeah. Um. But it's going to be good. Uh, you guys will enjoy that. It'll That's, be the most entertaining thing I think we, we have ever done. been a part yeah. of, regardless it's, of our own content or not. Yep. Uh, we're going to be involved in that. Uh, we're going to have a very special guest host that's going to be hosting that. Chris Scott of Dinger for Three is going to host that. We're going to basically. That's going to be one where we're kind of just producing it. Yes. We're going to. We step are back just. We bit. are going to make this as outrageous as possible. We're not going to announce it just yet. We want to make it so that it's you know. It's done right, and uh, there's definitely a lot of history behind what we've got going on um, in this in this thing, yeah. in this video. We, it's very difficult to, to describe without going into it, so we're going to cut it there. Yeah. Just know something big is coming. Uh, we're also on our way, like like you said, we're, we've got video podcasting on the way. We've also got uh, new equipment coming within the next month, so you guys will get better audio quality. Uh, and yeah, right now you're going to have to see this little red mic in between the both of us, but yeah. very soon we'll be getting our own mics, yep. um, and we'll be getting a better audio quality for you guys as well. So, uh, uh, With that being said, I guess it, I guess we've hit all the notes so far, yes, uh, and let's go right into it. So we've got Monday Night Raw, the week of March 5th, 2018. Yep, from Greek, I mean Milwaukee, Wisconsin! <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you got Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Jonathan Cotron at ringside um 
we go right to the ring and out comes Kurt Angle. And uh, Kurt Angle wasn't his usual chipper self. No. Uh, considering he got a highlight reel punch from Triple H the week before, which if and you haven't checked out Smack Me Raw, the logo is that highlight reel punch. Not to mention it's image all, of the year all over social media. Yeah, it's a brand new meme. I've seen memes for that with that are non wrestling related. One of the great, honestly, one of the greatest just just pictures of all time. Yeah, one of the greatest wrestling pictures of all time. Absolutely. Um. So he comes out. He talks about Triple H sucker punching him. Uh, he calls out Triple H to the ring. He doesn't care that uh, Triple H is the COO. He wants Hunter in the ring right now. Uh, Stephanie McMahon comes out instead. She says, uh, you know, Kurt, Triple H isn't even here. He goes, Look, calm down, though. Stephanie talks about his family, asks him how many kids he has. Guess how many kids he says he has? Yeah, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Jason Jordan doesn't count. He, he said, uh, Stephanie McMahon asked how many kids he had. She said four. He said five. They're both wrong. In, in WWE would. world, he has six. <laughs> so Okay, Fabe is dead. Uh, uh, yeah, so apparently Jason Jordan isn't Kurt Angle's kid anymore. He disowned him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't get injured. I wrestled on him. I didn't have to pay child support for you. You don't count. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so apparently Jason Jordan doesn't count. So they talk talking about Kurt Angle's family. Stephanie McMahon tries to calm him down and say that uh, you know, it's not worth it to hit Triple H. Um, and that really it's Angle's fault. And that if Angle didn't come out the side of his neck and talk uh, about what Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were saying, uh, that they none, nobody would be in the situation right now. Um, Stephanie actually told uh, uh, Angle a nice little uh, rock joke. said, know your role, play it well. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was that. It was a, it was entertaining so far, and then we got Rousey coming out to the ring, um, more comfortable this time around. She's getting yeah, there. She's, she's getting there. Not and the presence is still there. Her presence hasn't become like yeah, one of those. Everybody's new... chanting her name. Yeah, they haven't booed her yet. So and she got announced for every Raw leading up to WrestleMania. Yep. So this will be good. Um, Stephanie Van offers a, a a hand for her to shake. Rousey doesn't do that. Um. So, her and uh, Stephanie McMahon and Rousey go at it on the mic for a little bit. Rousey didn't really slip up at all. Really, the only slip up on the mic you got was the Miz uh, later on. Yeah, we'll uh, talk but, about so, that. Yep. I mean, you know, she's just she got some fine tuning to do. Nothing yeah. crazy. Um, so uh, Rousey said, um, "You said I could pick whatever uh, opponent I want at Mania, right?" And she goes. Yeah, yep. as long absolutely. as it's an active member of the Exactly, and then she started hyping up. She goes, oh my God, guys, we're going to get Rousey's opponent at WrestleMania. She's going to announce it right now. Uh, so Stephanie McMahon was like, can I get a drum roll, please? I want to say .08 seconds into that drum roll, Ronda Rousey said, you. You. <laughs> Looked, and the cameras got it at the wrong, wrong angle. I think that that was where she she just needs work on timing. Yeah. Building, drama Building drama into the promo as well. It's not... You know, all of the wrestling doesn't bring the promo. The, yeah. the, the, the promos do too. And as soon so. as that happens, uh, you know, the fans pop. Yes. Big yes chance. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they start talking about how uh, Stephanie Van starts saying, you know, I am not a wrestler. I am not an active man. And then yeah. Triple H comes out. And he said, no, 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 this isn't going to happen. He said that Angle needs to take off his medals and stop being a tough guy and start doing his job. Uh, Triple H said that Stephanie is executive of the company and she can't um, be here tonight. Um, you know, that she can't wrestle at WrestleMania. Angle says uh, that Stephanie actually has a WWE contract for her job as an executive, but also 
as a WWE superstar. What and a coincidence. Since, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, since I guess Angle, authority figures half the time. When yeah, was the I last match she had? She had her last match at SummerSlam 2014 was that against, against Nikki Bella. Uh, Brie Bella. Brie Bella. Because Nikki Bella gotcha. helped her win that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, ironically, that was when Ronda Rousey was uh, one of her corner women for that match. Was one of Stephanie's Stephanie McMahon's corner? Cor- uh, yeah, she was in Stephanie. No, she wasn't in the corner, but she was. Uh, she did a couple of promos with her throughout the night. Uh, to hype it up. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So that was. Oh, uh, yeah. So um. So yeah. So uh, Angle says that since he makes the matches, that you've got Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie at WrestleMania. The fans pop. Um, and then Angle says that he knows somebody with a second contract as well, and that's Triple H. Uh, and he said that I, I warned you, Triple H. Um, that after Survivor Series, if you put your hands on me again, um, I'm gonna kick your ass. So he makes uh, a tag team match, an intergender mixed match challenge match at WrestleMania. And it's going to be Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey out of nowhere. Nobody expected that. Um, So Triple H and Stephanie McMahon look really angry. Uh, They get ready to leave the ring and then Triple H tries for a cheap shot again on Angle, but it's blocked by Rousey. Um, And then Angle and Triple H start unloading on each other. Angle applies the ankle lock to Triple H, but um, Triple H, you know, reverses it. And then while Ronda Rousey's watching all this, Stephanie comes from behind and decks Ronda Rousey in the back, uh, puts it to the floor. Um, Stephanie powders as Rousey's getting back in the ring. Um, you know, just just a little back and forth from everybody. The highlight of this at the end was... Uh, I guess we got Ronda Rousey's finishing move. I don't... I, <laughs> I don't I think it's her really, finishing move. I don't know. I, I hope not. I hope they they'll give her. I think they give her something. It didn't look. It yeah. it looked awkward. I guess. She, I mean, because this really is the first time that she's, she's done, done something like that, move, yeah. and it's been a while since Stephanie's taken a bump. Uh, so I kind of don't expect anything hot right. out of this. Yeah, she she had a Samoan drop, uh, and uh, Angle had already put Triple H in the ankle lock. Uh, and uh, it's weird because it's like it was a move that it was a move that at, at it, you could hurt yourself on the move. You could hurt your shoulders Absolutely. doing the move. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know if it was her trying to protect herself, not getting hurt, you know, especially before right. WrestleMania. That's why it looked as awkward yeah, as it did. Yeah, she kind of bumped on Stephanie, which was like, you know, because she kind of went all the way back on it. Yeah, it was, it was like, a little weird. Kinda, yeah, but regardless, like I said, like we said, first wrestling move that she's pulled out of her... On TV. Her repertoire. On TV. On TV. On TV. And, uh, yeah, so they get their hands raised uh, on the ramp, and uh, well, that's what we're getting. We got our very first confirm. well, besides Roman Reigns and Brock... Um, we got a very, very second, second, yeah, very second confirmed match for WrestleMania, and we get a few more, or I think one more uh, throughout, throughout the show. So we'll get to that, yeah. uh, and we have another Nia Jax versus Oscar match. This okay, I tweeted that this was a dog shit match. I rewatched it. Pretty amazing match. Pretty four star level match. Once again, Nia Jax looked like a million dollars coming out of this match. Um. So, if you've seen Elimination Chamber, the match between them, if you've seen the Raw after Elimination Chamber, the match between them, you've seen the first half of this match. Yeah. Nia Jax is annihilating Asuka. Um, Asuka reverses some stuff, go tries to break down uh, Nia Jax, eventually catches Nia Jax into an armbar. This armbar lasted for a good six minutes. Yeah. Uh, it, went it, was Ember, it was Ember Moon... Uh... What's uh, Chain of Baszler kind of thing? Yeah, they were they were in this armbar for quite a long time. Yeah, and it was great. It was a great storytelling between the two of them. Um, you know, especially towards the end of the match with the armbar, 
uh, Asuka reverse, turned it into um, a triangle choke and then back into an armbar after uh, Nia Jax tried to, um, you know, smash Asuka into everything that was nailed down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the ref did a great job selling this. Nia Jax did a great job selling this. Asuka did a phenomenal job selling this as well. Um, so good on the three of them. I apologize for that tweet that I put out, but this Raw was utter dog shit minus one or two segments and this yeah. match being one of them. Yep. Um, so Asuka got the win. Her streak is still intact um, because Nia Jax finally tapped out for the finish. Oh, so I found out that um, Asuka's streak is on the line for the Mixed Match Challenge. Okay. Stupid. That means that she's not going to It's not, not canon. Yeah. Exactly, that's what I don't understand. So I didn't know that. Why is her match on the line? Uh, and she's lost matches then. Either, right, that's what I'm thinking. She's lost. She hasn't got pinned. She hasn't got. Yeah, if we're going straight pin or submission, then she's, she's, never, she's, got never, she's never got pinned. She's never got pinned or submitted. But if we're doing lost matches, she's, she's had tag team matches, I think, with Asuka. I mean, with Nia Jax, where she's lost or something like that. She might. Where she's yeah. lost. I know. I think in NXT she lost a few too. But she, Yeah, that was, that's what I'm saying. It was in yeah. NXT. Yeah. So I guess, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't watched. The Mixed Match Challenge this week. I saw highlights, but I didn't see I haven't any. watched it since the first week. Yeah. It's not great. But it's, it's not. not it's, it's, not it's got some forced. entertaining things to it. It's got some it. highly sexual tension between, between uh, Alexa Bliss Alexa. and Braun Strowman. Yeah. Maybe we should review the whole Mixed Match Classic once it's all finished. <laughs> I mean, the rest... What is it? Like 15 minutes each? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Nothing crazy. We yeah, could do we that. We could do that. Stay tuned. Uh, stay, stay tuned. You, you heard it first. Stay, stay very tuned. Um, so after this, we've got the disappointment uh, of the night. We got Alexa Bliss backstage looking worried um, about Nia Jax. Uh, the fans applauded Nia. Yeah, I got you know job well done on you guys. You guys yeah. did an amazing job out there. Yes. Um, the revival versus the bar in one of the most disappointing matches of the night. There was nothing that went on there in this. This match. was a very standard tag team match. No store. No, I mean. The, the None, story the st- came from the 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 what was just announced, announced right before the match, and that was if the revival win, they faced the bar at WrestleMania 34. You know the rival rival weren't gonna win because they had the jobber entrance. They got <laughs> yeah, jo- they got yeah. they, they got the jobber entrance. They nobody wins on a jobber entrance. Nobody does. Maybe the last person who got to win on the jobber entrance. Exactly. So, uh, Re- Revival lost the match to the bars. It was a very Clean. Cesaro heavy match again. Uh, uh, Sheamus yeah. is, you know, there's not much time for him left. Uh, word is is that they're gonna face uh, a non tag team tag team coming up. The Young Bucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They, there was a bunch of people who they called out on Twitter. Uh, yeah. The bar one. Did so you? So you know, the Revival don't get that shot at WrestleMania 34. Yeah. God knows what the Revival are gonna do. Probably the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying uh, Andre the Giant for both of them. Uh, it's it's which, so stupid. Which I think, it, I, if that if that's the case, I think it comes down to the two of them. I, You know what? I will take a pre-show match. I'll take a yeah, pre-show match. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take a pre-show. I'll take a, I'll take a pre-show match between so, the Revival and the Bar. Because right now, they're still... You know what it is? Is like they're Now they're saying that two, the 205 Live Tournament is going to end on the pre-show. But really, if we're trying to build that division... We're not going to put it on the main show. Put, I'd put it on the first match of the night. Right, yeah. Kick it off. I'd, I'd open it. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah. We're going to get one hell of an NXT show that day, though. It's going to be... 
We, uh, you know what sucks is I don't is know NXT what, the night before WrestleMania. You know what else sucks is UFC is the same night. I'm watching it both at at, at uh, CJ's. Where we, no, I can't. I have plans. I have plans for UFC. So I've got I've got to stream it while I'm watching UFC. Where are you watching? We're not gonna talk. We're, about we'll this talk right. about it later. We're not gonna yeah. talk about this right now. I can't believe you just ditched on the WrestleMania weekend at CJ's house. I didn't even realize it was WrestleMania weekend when I made these plans. You need to. Di- All right, we're gonna talk about this later. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so right now the current situation is that Cesaro and Sheamus uh, have no have no opponent at WrestleMania. It's not entirely sure if they're going to get an opponent. They called out on Twitter any uh, Twitter every, any tag team who wants to face them um, at Mania can um, the Dudleys uh, you know the Dudleys Hawkins and Ryder yeah the Dudleys Hawkins and Ryder came out the young, Bucks. Uh, the young Bucks said that they got nothing to do that weekend. <laughs> um, why they would get hired by the WWE for one for day, a one-off. considering that they're going to do... Uh, I mean, listen, they, they hired uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy. The day of. The day of, so, I mean, I don't know. They have all in, though. I know they have all and in. And they shit-talk the WWE almost exactly. constantly. And they, yeah, and they've been, you know... They, the WWE took away all of their, their... Almost their entire... Tried to take away their entire gimmick. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, so hear me out. I have a... I have a... I have a... Um, a theory. Theory. Nice little theory here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I theorize that Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy are going to be the tag team that puts over. That they put over. Yeah. I think, I think we got Bray That'd Wyatt be... and Matt Hardy as a tag team. I'd like that. So, I think that it would finally give Bray Wyatt something to do. And we could continue. Nice. You know, we pause it and we continue that feud later on. Yep. Um, But, yeah, so that was that. Uh, we get a exclusive preview of the new Strangers uh, Pray at Night. The reason why I talk about this is because I didn't know what was going on. And I saw the Wyatt family. And I was like, what's what's happening? What's going on? Are we getting the Wyatt family again? It's like, when did this happen? And then I kept saying, I kept seeing like different things in the middle of the trailer. And then I saw Kane from his... Uh, his um, See no evil days. See no evil days, and I was like, "Am I what? Am I bugging?" I was like, "Am I tripping balls right now? What's <laughs> happening?" And then I saw the Undertaker. I was like, "What is going on?" It was a weird commercial. I want to watch the movie because I love the first one. But yeah. um, so after this, we've got uh, John Cena coming out to a very mixed reaction. He talks about uh, Fast Lane. He pretty much tries to put over Fast Lane. Um, he says that the reason why he's talking about Fastlane on Raw is because he can't do it on SmackDown because five different people will go and uh, interrupt his promo, which he's absolutely right. Because if you saw SmackDown, <laughs> it's exactly great, what happened. It's exactly what would have went down. Um, so he also turned into remember remember uh, he turned into Robot Cena where he starts telling people what to do because he said that he's gonna win. He's gonna win. I am going to win at WrestleMania. And I'm going to be a 17-time world uh, champion. And AJ Styles, you will enact your rematch clause at WrestleMania. Uh, and you will face me and Shinsuke Nakamura. And it's like, you're you're telling people, you realize we have a pay-per-view in, yeah, in, in, five, in five days. Well, you, you've got six days to... You, yeah. To, and, and you also realize that you have the lowest chances chance of, of winning, winning that. Yeah. You know? We'll see an Undertaker pop up. No, maybe not. Oh my well, god, I, I don't know. I like. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We're gonna give our predictions later, but 
And uh, if if John Cena shattered your dreams by saying it's going to be a triple threat match I at WrestleMania, you. I hate you. Out comes Goldust. I hate you. Goldust says he's going to shatter John Cena's I, dreams. I, I, I literally can't believe that just came out of your mouth just now. You got to you got to pull it. You got to oh play it out. Oh my god. So it. Anyways. I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, Goldust comes out and Goldust uh, calls Cena a bum. Says he could have been a contender, and that he, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, He's Gold, literally like you're Gold a bum. You're a bum. <laughs> oh my uh, god, Golda straight out of New York. And he says that he's gonna shatter John Cena's dreams tonight. Cena went I, to the- No, I listen, no, 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 no. You didn't see this promo. This promo went in nine different directions. No. You, you can't just old movie. You can't points. call it. You can't call it as cut and dry as that. Goldust went into um, how he w- w- all his dreams were rainbows and ponies, and then they were, and now they're turning into dark See, clouds. This is why I don't watch. And his then, promos. and then it was, and then it turned into he was saying that he wanted to direct Cena's uh, last hurrah, and then it turned into now he's gonna shatter John Cena's dream. It was, it went in about eight different That's directions. Halfway boring. through this, I sat there like, what's the point of this? Wait, Goldust is still out here. Wait, what? Wait, he's still talking? Wait, what? What do we have? What's going on? I was legitimately the most confused wrestling fan when this came out. And guess what? We got a Gold Goldust versus John Cena match after this that lasted about four minutes. And I still don't know what the point of this segment was. I still don't know. I could have I would have understood if John Cena came out and he, you know, he said what he did to promote Fastlane, and that was it. He walked to the back. And he was like, all right, watch SmackDown. That's the go-home show, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to be on it, but watch it anyway. Why Goldust came out is beyond fucking me. Why they had this match is beyond me. And if you saw me live-tweeting that night, I really tried my best to live-tweet, ladies and gentlemen, but that shit was... it. The Raw was dog shit. I couldn't do it. I couldn't deal with it. Uh, and you, you saw my tweet. What, what, what did I watch for the past eight minutes of my life? What happened? Yeah. That segment lasted almost almost 15 minutes between the match and the promo itself. Yeah, and we get Cena candidly defeating Goldust. It wasn't even a contest. It was, yeah, it wasn't even it was it wasn't even close. It wasn't even a match. My it was it was as one-sided as when Brock Lesnar beat up John Cena. 2 minutes, 3 minutes in, John Cena was going for the I five moves of doom. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa, whoa, what like Listen, have Goldust win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal because they're having the, uh, what should you call it? They're having the HBO special, so I know it's going to be something big. Have Goldust win. Let that be it. I don't want to see Goldust anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Let him just train the divas. Um, uh, next, we got Kurt Angle in the back. Uh, he's on his phone, and Elias interrupts him uh, playing his guitar. And uh, he asks Kurt Angle to cancel the, symph- the Symphony of Destruction match for tonight. And Elias... Uh, because Elias heard there was going to be instruments around the ring that he can use as weapons and they should all... <laughs> he believes music should bring us together and not tear us apart. Um, and I, at this point, I'm just like, oh, right? Even though you've been bashing, you know, guitars over people's backs for the last few months. And uh, he said, uh, Kurt Angle basically tells him, you're, you're not getting the match canceled. It's, yeah, it's he, he says, he goes, all right. I'll I'll consider it, and then he took like two steps and was like, oh, I consider it. I'm not canceling the match. Yeah. And uh, uh, 
it's going to happen, and it's going to be false count anywhere. Yeah, um, so that Elias doesn't run away like he tried to do the last time. Yeah. Um, so after this, we got Bailey versus Mandy Rose. Bailey won next. Uh, yeah, ba- oh, well, oh no, I can't end. say next. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, Bailey won on a Gator roll, and um, immediately after uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville attacked her. Oh, what? Bailey won on a, excuse Gator me? On a Gator roll. Is that what she won off of? Yep. I don't remember the match. Yeah. Bailey uh, pinned her with a gator, gator roll, and she got immediately attacked by Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And then Sasha Banks run, ran down for the save. If that doesn't say you're fucking whack, you get lost off of a gator roll? That's what We're talking about Jack Swagger used to do. I believe so, because that's what that's what they said on commentary. They go, oh, there's the gator roll, and then she won. So Sasha comes down and tries to uh, assist Bailey. She what? They fend off uh, Absolution, and... Sasha Banks went uh, for a hug and Bailey went for a hug and Bailey was like, "Nah, nah, G, pushed her off, pushed her off." Uh, with that being said, that was the end. That's the only thing we needed to talk about. That was the main thing uh, because the match was not good. Um, well, it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's Mandy Rose. It's not even that. Mandy Rose is okay. Oh, uh, Paige had a promo, but we got Paige back. Uh, Paige had a promo right before the match um, called uh, Bailey a baby. And said that, uh, you know, there's strength in numbers and that she should join Absolution. Um, Bailey didn't formally say no. So, I mean, we can still get an answer eventually. We shall see. Uh, Uh, And, uh, yeah, this leads us to... The symphony... No, actually, this leads us to a really, really great uh, promo from uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Uh, Nia Jax is icing her arm now. And then uh, Alexa Bliss was uh, with Mickey James. Bliss tells Mickey she got this. Go away. Um, she sits down beside Nia Jax, and then she said that yeah, it was kind of like a like a backhanded pep talk because it was like I know you're so disappointed. You let everybody down. You let your family down. But it's okay. You're gonna get yourself back up. You're a warrior. You're you're. A, you know, you're a pioneer, not a pioneer. I, you know, she was putting yeah, over Nia she, Jax, yeah. but also putting her down at the same time. Right. Um. Yeah, her. It definitely didn't seem like that. She, she definitely took some subtle shots at Nia Jax. Um. So Ronda Rousey got intro, uh After this, we got a uh, look at Ronda Rousey getting inducted into the International Sports Hall of Fame. Um, and we get a quick flashback to the opening of Monday Night Raw. Uh, and, uh, now it is time. Yeah. Oh, man. The Symphony of Destruction match between Elias and Braun Strowman. Oh, boy, was this match hilarious. You had Braun Strowman beating down Elias for the first half. The, the For the first, like, third of the match, Elias came back. Um, was actually getting some good licks on Braun Strowman. Wailing on him with the guitar until that thing was damn near disintegrated. Um, oh, my God. They played with that. They played with everything. They played with. Oh, I want to talk about this. I knew it. Elias is a great musician who just pretends to, to be, be whack. Rest- oh, oh, who okay, just pretends yeah. to be whack. He played that guitar like a pro. He played that piano like a G. <laughs> he played that drum decently. He's multifaceted. We need him in Fozzie. Anyways, uh, <laughs> with that being said, yeah, it was. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. 
You know what it is? Is like I'm convinced that anything Elias and Braun Strowman do, you could put them in the wackest match types. Like this, the, this was di- this honestly was, this could have been this could have this could have been a shitter. This could have went one way or the other. Yeah, and I'm like so I'm just, glad it went. This I way. am just convinced that anything Strowman and Elias do, either solo or together, is amazing. It's gold. It's gold. It's, it's gold. It's not. You will not lose. You won't lose. No. You can have a triple steel cage dumpster fire match. With Braun Strowman and Elias, and guess what? That match is going is not going to be Dave Meltzer's six stars, but it will entertain you for the whole 10, 15 minutes that you get it. All right, Tony Dangerous, I will not trust you in booking matches. Put, do a dildo on a pole match. A piano on a pole match. Dildo. Make it happen now. Uh, the reason why we say a piano on the pole match is because, uh, fucking Braun Strowman went (laughs) full fucking, (laughs) full Looney Tunes. He went full Looney Tunes and decided that he was going to drop the piano that was on stage onto, uh, Elias. And that was where... There was only one thing that could have made this better. If it was on a crane and Elias was in, like, a trap door and they just dropped it, that would have made it. That would have been it. But they, <laughs> he dropped the piano on Elias. If we if we had the camera on, oh god, guys, I'm just I'm face palming, hard, dude, dude. Listen, I get it. It's pro wrestling. I get it. Oh man, it's really real pro wrestling. Braun Strowman won. If you couldn't figure that one out, he put a fucking piano on Elias. If Elias kicked out of being having a piano dropped on him, that would I would have been like put him against Brock Lesnar. Get the well, belt. It was the, fa- it was the fact it. that Elias was underneath the piano, and then Braun Strowman sits down and <laughs> just goes, just does the worst piano pianist impression that he could uh, he could pull, um, and then moves it out of the way. He was like, "All right, we're good here." Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so Strowman um, won. Uh huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Bray Wyatt and Rhino. <laughs> Bray Wyatt won. <laughs> Delivered Sister Abigail quick and easy. Yeah, and not 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 long at all. And now we get it. We get the promo we've been waiting for. Yes, it is time for Matt Hardy to delete Bray Wyatt. We get an invitation for Bray Wyatt to face him at the in, Hardy at Com- the Hardy Compound in Ultimate Deletion. Yes. And we get Vanguard 1, we get the dilapidated boat, we we get it all. It's all there. The only thing we don't get is, is Senior Benjamin. Is Senior Benjamin. <laughs> but it turns out we are most likely going to get Senior Benjamin. We are most likely going to get... Rebby. Rebby. We're going to get King, King Maxwell. <laughs> and we're going to get... What's his other son's name? Uh, oh, the new... Yeah. The new son's the new name son, is something about as outrageous as Max Maxwell. Um, yeah, it's, uh... You're tweeting. Am I? T- wow. Damn it. <laughs> you almost said it. You tried to do a search. You typed it into the, uh... Whoops. Into the tweet. I'm like, Whoops. you're tweet. Uh, yeah. King Maxwell and somebody else. I, I'm I'm actually... Uh, listen. At some point, I want a Rebby uh, versus Elias piano off. Because, you know, Rebby used to do yeah. the... Yeah. She used to do the intro. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're gonna get uh, we're we're gonna get broken. We're gonna get broken. 
We're going to get broken, Matt Hardy. Yeah, because uh, he did uh, tweet out, as you informed me, because I didn't see the tweet. All I heard was, oh, he's going to... Uh, the W is going to be turning into a BR, which means we're getting broken, Matt Hardy. We're getting broken. I think that he goes into the lake of reincarnation, and yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna get broken, Matt Lord Hardy. Lord Wolfgang. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't know who Skarsgård is. I think Skarsgård is a um, shovel. I don't know actually. I don't remember. I'm Skarsgard. almost certain you might Skarsgård is a shovel. Vanguard one we know is the drone. We finally got Vanguard one. We well, we got our first look at Vanguard one on WWE TV. Uh, Senior Benjamin hasn't been seen on TV yet. Rebby hasn't been seen on TV yet. Nor has Maxel. Nor has Maxel. So they we're going to see a lot. It's going to be interesting. Um, Lord Wolf. I'm thinking, uh, what's it called? I don't know if Jeff Hardy's going to have anything to do with this. He's Because he's, he's cleared. He's he's cleared by his surgeon. Right. So we'll see. We'll, we can, you know, If Willow pops out, I'm done. I'm like, all right, they got everything. <laughs> they got it all. But he's with that being by, said, yeah. you know, I don't think so. I think we'll maybe get something else but you never know uh and yeah so we're getting ultimate deletion will not be at wrestlemania we'll be at uh um, one of the raws, one of the raws up leading up to it i guess the go home show because they're gonna wind up throwing everything in their mother in that show yeah to try and boost the ratings going into uh mania so definitely check that out within the next two weeks um we'll definitely be reviewing that oh yeah. uh so after this We've got um, the Mizzies, the third annual Mizzies. Is it really annual? Didn't he do two in the I same thought he year? Did, I thought he did two last year. Because I think he did one during the Emmys and then one during the... Uh, Grammys. Yeah. Something like that. Something, yeah. Regardless, I don't know if this is actually... Well, he did a random one and then he did. The random one was first and, and then, then he, he did, did the, the Mizzies for the, the Emmys. For the Emmys, yeah. Was it was there one the year before that? Was there one two years ago? I couldn't tell. I'll be honest with you. I can't tell you. I'll have to look it up because I really don't know. Um, but it has happened before. I feel like it happened way too close in continuity for it to be annual. But I I, I would understand. Okay, because we're getting because the second one between the second one last year because there were two last year. Absolutely, hundred percent, hands down. There were two last year. So you got two last year. And then we got one this year. So I can see where it's like maybe second annual because technically one was last year and then we're in the beginning of this year. But I can't remember if it was if there was any the year before. Honestly, I can't remember. But anyway, we've got the self-proclaimed third annual Missy Awards. Uh, the first category is Superstar who was best at patting themselves on the back. The nominees are both Seth Rollins uh, for bragging about his lengthy performance in a match he lost. Uh, Kurt Angle for finally being a good father to his bastard son, Jason Jordan, after 29 years. And then Finn, Finn Balor for holding the Universal title for less than 24 hours. Oh, God, this is great. This whole segment at the end yeah. is amazing. Um, it's a tie between Balor and Rollins. Um, misses that they're not going to be able to accept their awards because they weren't invited. Uh, and, now, <laughs> and then we get the Mizzy for the worst decision by a raw general manager. And guess what? Kurt Angle it's is all the nominee Angle. for everything. But Kurt Angle gets the nominees for uh, bringing his bastard son to Raw, for not letting for letting Seth Rollins and Finn Balor into the Elimination Chamber, for failing to and for failing to name a WrestleMania opponent for the Miz. Okay, I have to say that during the video package for the letting Seth Rollins and Finn Balor into the Elimination Chamber. You had that little quick segment, that quick video segment, and it was just great editing. Whoever's on that editing team, they did a close-up of Seth Rollins' reaction and then a close-up of Finn's, and I died. I died. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't hold myself. This was gold. Yeah. Um, so the winner was, if you couldn't have guessed, 
<laughs> Kurt Angle. Um, uh, he says he can't accept the award because he's too busy sucking up to Ronda Rousey. Oh, and uh, <laughs> he says uh, he said that having a Mizzy on your record will help when he's out of the job the day after <laughs> WrestleMania. Oh man! It Did was... he just announce a stipulation for the Rousey Kurt Angle? Actually, Kurt God. Angle loses. He God. loses his job too. That's great. Um, so then uh, they start talking about the lifetime achievement, Mizzy. Yeah, and the Miz uh, g- goes on, and uh, it's go- the award goes to a man who is a workhorse for the WWE, the man who is 55 days away from breaking Pedro Morales' record. All-time record. All-time record. All-time record. Uh, and I, I, of course the fucking spit can't hold the record anymore. No, nobody can hold the record anymore. Oh, man. Uh and uh, Seth Rollins comes out. Yep, Seth Rollins. I says, can only imagine who that Mizzy was going to. Yeah, uh, Rollins said that the good people of Milwaukee were begging for someone to interrupt the Miz because he's dragging. And then immediately the music interrupts again, and out comes Finn Balor. Um, Seth Rollins says that uh, you know you've gone right after me for the past two weeks in a row. And uh, Balor said he's not here to follow Rollins; he's here to do one better. Uh, and then Miz interrupts the both of them and says that. None of them deserve to uh, be his WrestleMania challenger. He runs them both down. He says that, hey, uh, you know, I pretty much had a handicap match because I had to face the both of you back to back. So how about this? How about you guys face me and the Miztourage two-on-three handicap match? And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah whatever. Absolutely. Um, so we get a great match out of them um, yep. uh, at the end of that. Uh, yeah, pretty decent stuff out of all three of them. Um, you had, uh, a lot of blind tags between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, too. Um, no real tension out of the two of them right now. It was more of, like, a healthy competition to see who could beat on, um, The Miz the most. Uh, at some point, um, Balor went for the sling blade to Miz. Um, he hit him with the drop kick, and then he goes to the top rope for the coup de gras. But then Rollins tagged himself in, and then Rollins hit the blackout stomp. For the uh, the pin, yeah. So Seth Rollins and Finn Balor won the two on three handicap match. Um, and uh, Kurt Angle comes out after the match and says, "Well, after that, got to make a triple threat match: Intercontinental Title, WrestleMania 34, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and The Miz." Oof. So we've got two, three matches now on the WrestleMania card. We've got uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yep. We've got Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. We've got The Miz. Finn Balor and Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. More to come. We're probably going to stack this with at least 20 matches, so be prepared for the next few weeks. Uh, and Paul Heyman is here. No talks of Brock Lesnar, but Paul Heyman is here. Yeah. Um. So, after this, Paul Heyman comes out, and we could write a fucking romance novel between him and the Universal Champion. Um. We got a bit of a tidbit about what happened last year, I guess, uh, because... Um, you know, Roman Reigns, uh, uh, Paul Heyman was putting down Roman Reigns, saying that he's not worthy of wrestling Brock Lesnar, blah, blah, blah. Um, he said that, uh, you know, Reigns isn't going to be able to handle the, um, the handle the stresses of being the universal champion. Um, he also says that since Roman Reigns came out and called Brock Lesnar a bitch last week, he raised the title and then said that, uh, you know, this is the title is Lesnar's bitch and that she belongs to Brock Lesnar. Um, Heyman then put the title back down on the floor, which is disrespectful. Disrespectful. Um, is, that's exactly what they're doing. We'll get to that after. Let's yeah. finish the segment. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so Heyman, you know, was... Um, Heyman was continuing to put down Reigns. 
Um, and then he says that you, you know, you will not be able to make love to this title. You won't be able to, you know, be with this title 24 seven. Uh, you know, you're not ready for this because when they call you the day before, uh, WrestleMania because your dad is sick and you have to go see him and you don't know how much time he's got left. You have to sit there and tell them no because you're main eventing WrestleMania the next night and you can't do it and you can't even go the day after WrestleMania because you have to be on Raw because they want the Universal title to seem relevant on Raw. You have to make that appearance as well. So he was pretty much saying that Reigns isn't going to be able to handle it at all. Um, so he said that Reigns uh, should learn by now that he can't and won't shoot on the mic with Heyman or shoot in the ring with Lesnar. After that... Roman Reigns comes out. Uh, Roman Reigns slowly marches to the ring. He is pissed off. He makes Heyman pick up the belt, uh, which was great. Yep. I, he told, I, told yeah. him to pick up the belt. Uh, and he, he said, you know, uh, Lesnar's not here. He is a bitch. And next week, when he, he, he goes, all I want is for Brock Lesnar to show up. He goes, the fans want their championship uh, and, and their champion to show up to work. And that's what the fans deserve. He's right. And that's exactly what the whole storyline is about. You know what? And then we'll talk about it in a second. He says that next week, when you bring Brock to Raw, make sure he's not dressed for a promo segment. Make sure he's ready to fight. Because we're, he's going to fight him next week. Uh, and that's it. That's how Raw goes off the air. Uh, this is exactly the way that they want to do the storyline. The champion is part-timer. He's not showing up. They know the fans are pissed off about it. Yeah, this is great. It's great stuff because they're, playing on, you, you, they're they, playing on the internet wrestling community. Exactly. This is exactly how it's... Because they could have went a whole bunch of different routes. I want my revenge for uh, WrestleMania 31. We are the only two men to beat The Undertaker. Neither of which have been brought up yet. Besides the fact that they have history. No, no. Uh, Heyman brought it up. Right. He said that... Uh, right, but look where the focus is. The focus is on the title. He threw it on the ground, disrespecting the title, showing that... Oh, yeah. That, I mean, you know, it wasn't this really is like a, a... This title is Lesnar's bitch. You know, this, that. So, you know, it's the folk... The primary focus isn't on those other two things as much as it is on this. You know, those are additives. Yes, they are the only two men to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yes, they they faced off uh, three years ago to at WrestleMania, and they both got screwed out of the title. They did. They so, did. but... They know that the internet fans are pissed off about, for a year now, it's going to be a year, not having a champion that's on TV every week. You know, th this is, and now finally they're going to have that opportunity. Is it going to get Reigns over? Fans aren't going to eat it up, but guess what? I'll tell you what, it, there it's certainly the way to go about it because doing it the other way, trying to get, you know, l l them telling you, oh, well, you know, Lesnar's not going to, Lesnar's, uh, the only other man to beat uh, uh, The Undertaker. Lesnar uh, destroyed Roman Reigns three years ago. You know, it's not going to work that way. But if you tell them, listen, you got a part-time champion that hasn't shown up. You know you want the title on, on Raw. You know there's guys that deserve it. Yeah, I Roman mean, Reigns. Yeah, they're playing it smart because this is the... I mean, this... Uh, if there was a way to get Roman Reigns over... Not that there really is a way. I mean, I don't know... Uh, it's ah, it's just—it's it's a tough situation. It really is. It's a very difficult situation because we don't want Roman Reigns in that spot. I mean, we'll deal with it, right? You know, um, it's uh, it's smart because to the casual wrestling fan, everybody's cheering Roman Reigns. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. The casual fans eat it up. Uh, it's the internet fans that are going to be completely torn on this. 
because they, you know, they don't, there's a, a lot of the internet, they just did a poll on, I think it was WrestlingObserver.com or something like that, where they said, I probably, I don't think it was, it sounds very off, but there was a poll that I just looked at, it might have been Bleacher Report, I think it was Bleacher Report, uh, would you rather Roman Reigns the champion or, uh, or, you know, have another part-timer champion, and a lot, and overwhelmingly, for the most part, Roman Reigns, but it's not by much. You know what it is? Is like fans are torn, but Roman Reigns as champion isn't isn't the worst idea right now. So I mean, it'll give us it'll give us some healthy competition between more people. That's get, for sure. You know what it is? Is like, and that's you know we we've been talking. We've said it a thousand times on here. It's Raw is 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 one of those things where there's a lot of guys that don't have a place. They're thrown onto certain parts of the card, and this opens up. A whole nother, lack of a better term, another division for them to work at because when Lesnar's not around, everybody's a mid carder. Everybody's a mid carder on uh, on Raw. This gives another. This gives guys opportunities to spread around a little bit. Maybe the Miz goes up because I think the Miz drops it at Mania. I don't. Yeah, but the Miz is gonna take care of his kid. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And he yep. still has a couple more days right. until he's. You know, he still has fifty. Well, it's coming up on what? It's gonna be forty-eight as of 48 Monday. As of Monday. So all I mean, right, well we'll see. Cause I don't know. You're absolutely right. I forgot about that. Miz has to go. Is going to take a paternity leave. Uh, but uh, yeah. So that was Monday Night Raw. Uh, next week we've got things to look forward to. We got Lesnar on Raw. Yeah. Live on Raw. Yeah. We've got. Uh, we're still looking forward to see what the bar is going to do. But we've already, like I said, we've already discussed. We don't. You know, that's up in the air. Uh, and. Uh, I mean, we still gotta know what Oscar's doing. We don't know what Oscar's doing yet. We don't know what Nia Jax is doing. We don't know what Nia Jax is doing, which is 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 the th- that's that's interesting because that's gonna co- play into my uh, a few of my predictions for Fastlane. We'll get into that. Speaking of Fastlane, we let's... don't know what Alexa Bliss is doing. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I accept dropping the title. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So that was Raw. This is SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown was from uh Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um. We go right to the ring. Uh, Dasha Fuentes has a mic. Uh, Charlotte Flair comes out. Her and Ruby Riot have a promo off. A lot of the same stuff you're going to get out same, of everybody. Right. You know, um, the, you know, uh, Riot kind of, whatchamacallit, uh, not really put over Charlotte. She said that, you know, she's just. Uh, She's just Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's basically the promo from Ruby Riot's standpoint. Is it's just, uh, you know, she says, uh, you know, Charlotte can be this great woman because she's the only woman to win the Raw, uh, SmackDown Divas, um, and, and NXT Women's Championships. Um, oh, she is a Grand Slam champion for women. For right? women, for women, she's uh-huh. won every single title. Uh, which, uh, which to, in our friend John's eyes, is makes her the greatest female wrestler of all time. Uh, and I think she's up there. I think she could definitely be up there by the end of her career. Yeah, but also, I don't know. I, I don't think Flair's that great of a wrestler. Like, but, I, uh, I, yeah. I, I, here, you heard uh, it here first, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't think Charlotte Flair's that great of a female wrestler at and, all. And the real highlights of this come from Ruby Riot saying she's going to destroy the myth that surrounds uh, Charlotte Flair. And that Charlotte Flair, at the end of the day, at Fastlane, is just going to be another bleach blonde... Uh, failure with a famous last name. Yeah, she, uh, she said that Flair's on a pedestal. Um, yeah, it, it was just a lot of heat coming from Ruby Riot. Uh, I'm so glad she could work as a heel because she's really great as a face. But I'm so glad she work she could work as a heel too. Um, yeah, 
Uh, she gives so, the she gives a nod to Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan, who jump into the ring. They stare down with Charlotte Flair, and uh, her mix mix match challenge tag team partner Bobby Roode, the United States Champion, comes out. Mix match challenge, which isn't canon, by the way, isn't canon, but streaks are on the line. Uh, and uh, Rude stops the attack, and he distracts everybody with his entrance. That's it. Rude doesn't even stop the attack. Like they, I wasn't even certain that we were gonna get an attack in the first place. They didn't make it seem like anything was definite. Yeah. They just walked in the ring, and then all of a sudden you saw Bobby Rude, you know, coming out for commentary for the first match, the first of, the match night. of the night. It was really weird. It was just that was it. It like stopped. Like the whole segment just stopped because Bobby Rude came out. Um. I don't know. They, I mean, I guess they played up the fact that uh, Bobby Roode defended Charlotte. Charlotte. I don't know. Uh, you know, whatever. Anyways, like I said, we'll get. To, we'll, we'll talk about the mixed match challenge another day. But uh, yeah, we got Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Pretty standard matchup. Uh, Orton hit a lot of his stuff. A lot of his usual stuff. The the, uh, the draping DDT. The draping DDT. The uh, the the. Oh my God! The scoop slam. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of that. Uh, the real important stuff comes towards the end of the match, uh, where now uh, Bobby Roode hops up onto the apron, and uh, as that's happening, uh, Orton gets pushed into Roode, knocking Roode off the apron and allowing Jinder Mahal to hit the Coloss for the pin. Uh, and this played into um, a, so who's a heel? I don't know. Who's I, a heel? I, I'll tell you what, it's not Bobby Roode because I've seen what Bobby Roode does as a heel. I know Jinder Mahal is... Uh, he distracted the ref. That's a heel move. I know. But you know what it is? It's like, he's not... Other than that, he's not really playing up as a heel too much. He's, you know... We've seen what, it, what he does in NXT. He called that Roderick Strong in front of his kid. I mean, and wife. I mean, we've... You know, he's still playing this really, like... This face kind of character. So it's not really, you know... But he is... You're right. He's absolutely playing... Doing a... Making a heel action by distracting the referee. Uh, but... Jinder Mahal picked up the win. Uh, later on, on on a SmackDown exclusive that was on YouTube only, um, he said that he is the uncrowned United States Champion, which leads me to believe he will be involved in some way, shape, or form in the United States Championship match on Sunday. Uh, we'll get to, again, predictions of what's going to happen later on. Uh, and we get Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens backstage. Uh, they talk We're going to get a triple threat match. J- Jinder you think pinned, the day of? Yeah, Jinder pinned Orton. That gives him a title shot. Or that gives him something. He pinned the number one contender. It's true. I don't know. We got no list again. We've got no list. I told you. We got- I told you this shit was going to be obsolete by... I said two weeks. Four weeks. I'm sorry. Four weeks it took that list to be obsolete. That Oh, God. I'm so glad it's gone. So uh, glad yeah. It's gone. Owens is... Um, he's ready for the six-pack challenge, but, you know, it's every man for himself. And, uh, you know, Sammy says that... We've got the plan. I'm going to lay down for you at Fastlane. We're going to protect you. It's going to be... I'm going to protect you. Everything's going to be all well and dandy going into the uh, main event of WrestleMania. Uh, and then uh, Owens is... Owens is... That's oh, that's it. Owens wins the WWE Championship. He's he's a Grand Slam champion in the in, uh, in WWE. Really? I think so. Yeah. It's going to be the fastest... Uh... Wait a minute. He hasn't won a tag team title. No. Has he? No, he hasn't won a tag team title. Oh, wait. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He won with... Oh, wait. What? I don't think he's won a tag team title. I don't know why. Yeah, the notes we're looking at right now. Well, this is going to be a bummer if he wasn't really a... If he wasn't really a champ. Uh, Hold on. Kevin 
He's won every other title. That's that's for damn sure. He's been an Intercontinental Champion. He's been a uh, United States Champion, NXT yeah. Champion. Yep. Kevin Owens. Hold on. Championships and accomplishments. Got it. Got it right here. Um, uh, w- no. WWE has never won nope. a tag team title. So they uh, lied. So, yeah. Uh, anyways. So, well, well we're going to pass it up for now. Uh, they and uh, They fucking lied. Yeah. He's won every every major singles championship though. That's that, but that's not a Grand Slam champion. Regardless, um, yeah, they say, this whole segment just says Sammy. Sammy is telling Kevin Owens, "I'm gonna lay down. I'm going to lay down for you. You will be protected. You've got it. I promise." Okay, yeah. that's what we got from that. Then we got another backstage segment from we got a video. The stupid, the stupid, 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 stupid. Stupid. Text. Stupid. <laughs> Twitter videos with text on the screen. Stupid. And bad enough I don't want to see Baron Corbin talk. Bad enough I don't want to see Baron Corbin wrestle. Baron Corbin, you have officially taken the reins again as most boring wrestler on uh, on what should we call it? Um, uh, in the WWE. Uh, I'm glad that you, uh, I hope you take your, uh, champ, you know, the, the title in stride. Um, because it is an achievement. Because you have been bouncing around that title uh, between you and Dane, Dean Ambrose for a while. And since Dean Ambrose is injured, um, and he might come back as a heel, but, uh, you know, right now, you've got it. You are the most boring wrestler on the WWE roster. And you are now officially the most boring talker on the WWE roster. You are a Grand Slam champion when it comes to boring. It is, speaking of Grand Slam champions... You know, I'm tongue twisting myself right now, yeah, but you know okay. what I mean. Yeah. Baron Corbin is the fucking worst. I I concur. Oh my god. I concur. Uh. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Keep going. Yeah. So we're gonna skip. He's gonna it. hear me complain uh, in the background. We get we get a quick interview. Be- skip segment. over it. He talked about Cena, who Fox, cost him the title. Don't worry about it. Like I said, I don't. We can't. Want, I don't we, listen, we can't boycott Baron Corbin. We, we have No, no, no. He's involved in too many things. We can't boycott. Can we him. censor his name? Can we put bleeps wherever his name pops up? So yeah. So Cena versus. I can't, I can't do that on no. Audacity. It's uh, too difficult. Yeah. No. I know. Anyways, he talked about Cena. He's gonna. Yeah. Cena's. He's gonna turn Cena's WrestleMania dream into a nightmare because of what he did to him uh, when he cost him his Money in the Bank opportunity. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's, he goes. You won't see Cena uh, pointing at the WrestleMania banner. That's that's Should it. He all? just says, I'm, "We're gonna crush Cena's dreams." That's it. Uh, we're gonna shatter Cena's dreams for the second night in a row. <laughs> that's what we've got. Dasha Fuentes is backstage with Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. He, they talk about. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, keep going, keep going, just go. AJ just Styles. Go. Uh, they're talking about his match with AJ Styles for the WWE Championship being up in the air due to the six pack challenge at Fastlane. Nakamura says. Uh, he hopes AJ wins on Sunday so he can beat him and knee him and kick him in the face. I fucking hope that AJ Styles wins so we get the, the WrestleMania match that we deserve. The Wrestle Kingdom Mania match that oh we deserve. Oh my god. Rusev and Aiden English interrupt and Rusev and um said they, had that a, Nak- they had a feud because Aiden English's got kicked in the face. Fucking, he's he can't sing. That's he can't why sing. that's why. He can't sing and Rusev Day. So. Yeah. 
So he kicked him in the face, said he might have permanently damaged his voice, and Rusev throws out a challenge for Fastlane. Nakamura accepts, Fucking but says that if I win down. on Sunday, if I win on Sunday, it's no longer Rusev Day, it is Nakamura Day. Rusev, you better fucking win. Yo, it's the most over thing ever. I'm gonna be Rusev, so pissed. Rusev win. Rusev win by countout. Anyways, not the point. Yes, the point. We need Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day, everybody. Uh, we get Carmella and Becky Lynch. Because the Nakamura is going to turn into a joke going into WrestleMania. <laughs> oh Nakamura my Day. God. Also, doesn't run off the tongue. I can't. I will not chant Nakamura Day. Too many. Uh, too many sil- uh, syllables. Syllables. Yes. Uh, you know we're going to get a Nakamura Rusev Day chant. You know we're going to oh, get a bunch oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not excited for Fastlane this weekend. If yeah. you haven't been able to tell, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Mrs. Money in the Bank, Carmella versus... The oh, la- that's I mean, still a thing. Yeah. Oh. Versus the last kicker, Becky Lynch. Oh, she's alive. She's she's alive. She is very much alive. Uh, I know this she, was over a, like a Twitter yeah, this was, feud or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a reason why I don't live tweet SmackDown. It was it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, eh. Didn't, didn't do too much. Uh, that she, Becky Lynch won on a disarmor. That, that's it. And, uh... Yeah, I can't even talk at it. Because he didn't do anything! Nothing happened! What? what Alright, what happened between Naomi and, and Natalia? Oh, uh, Naomi's watching the match. And Natalia walks up and she, uh... She makes fun of Becky and says Carmella has been battling the flu. Battling the flu all week. And that's why she lost. Uh, Natalia warns Naomi to stay away from Becky because... Uh, anybody who deals with her gets burned. <laughs> I wish the video they make fun. Work. Naomi responds by by say by making fun of her cats, <laughs> saying that your only friends are cats. And because uh, that's the only. And now we get a match. She proposes uh, that Becky and Naomi take on Carmella and Natalia at Fastlane. They accept, and that she will challenge the winner. And that, uh, whoa. Accepts and says that she will be challenging the winner. Oh, okay. Yeah, Natalia accepts, says, I will be challenging the winner of Ruby Riot versus Charlotte Flair. Wait, what? How? Just she make... can just make it? I was going to say, is it John... is she the John Cena of SmackDown? Of the women's division? I don't know. Because she's out here just saying what she's doing. I will, we will have a tag team match at Fastlane, and I will... Uh, I will, I will win, and I then will, I will, I will go face on. the the winner of Flair versus Riot. Oh my God! And uh, we go to AJ Styles. AJ. So AJ Styles had the promo that Cena should have had. Yeah. At uh, uh at, the, at the end, um, because uh, he got uh, he got interrupted by Ziggler. Um, what a promo out of the two of these fucking people! If you're asking, three times now. John Cena's dreams have been shattered by somebody in twenty in forty eight hours. Yeah, uh, AJ was saying that Cena isn't the only one that needs to prove that he needs to win. Um, he said that uh, that proposal that Cena had, where he inducts his rematch clause, where AJ loses at Fastlane and then inducts his rematch clause, is not going to happen because he's not going to lose. Um, he said that uh, he wants his WrestleMania moment to be him. Uh, you know, taking the WWE title into WrestleMania to defend against the best, who's Shinsuke. Um, Ziggler comes out uh, with his shitty music again. Um, he said that, uh, you know, Ziggler said AJ used to be cool. He said that he's no longer phenomenal. He's just desperate. They go back and forth between each other. Um, AJ talks about um, 
you know, Ziggler's failed career. He's been in the WWE for 13 years, and he hasn't reached his potential, and he's kind of over the hill now. Um, you know, talking about uh, Ziggler's past money in the bank uh, stuff. You know, so it was, a, it was a pretty lengthy promo between the both of them. Uh, I hope that this is the feud that we get to leading up to, you know, uh, Mania for just so that, you know, um, what you call it? Ziggler could just be the warm-up for... Right, for Nakamura. For Nakamura. Yeah. Um, so we get Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles in a pretty spot-heavy match uh, between the both of them. Yeah. Um, great selling. It was, you know, it's a Fun- great match great between match, the yeah. both of them. Um, at, at, at the end of the match, we get, of course, because uh, what would be a SmackDown main event without somebody interrupting? Yeah, right. Because that's just how it goes <laughs> nowadays. Um, we got everybody... Interfering, yep. Uh, Corbin, Cor- well, Corbin Owens. didn't. Corbin wasn't initially an interfere. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens broke it up, and they were trying to take out AJ and Ziggler. Uh, and then Shane McMahon came out and said, "You know that's not right. You know you're trying to take out two of your opponents before Sunday." And he says, "We're going to make this. We're going to hype up a six pack challenge match by having a fatal five way match with this man involved." And Corbin comes out. So we pretty much had the the six pack challenge with John Cena, yeah, uh, and it was it wasn't terrible, but this is again this is the SmackDown storytelling that I, that I fear we're getting used to, which is what the real problem is, uh, and uh, SmackDown's terrible. Yeah, we get a couple of really good spots. We get um, the uh, the te- I, I don't even know if it's called it's um, I don't know how you want to describe, it, but it's the suplex, the du- the, tu- the power bomb off the suplex, uh, yeah. It was pretty incredible. A power yeah. bomb off they the did suplex. The, the superplex off the top rope, uh-huh. and then there's the two guys trying to superplex it, and then oh, they came oh, and they oh, hit the oh, that's Tower the, uh, of Doom. That's, that the, that's the Doomsday device. No, the Doomsday device is the one where uh, is the electric chair with the clothesline. Oh, uh, I, I guess Tower of Doom. Tower of Doom, Doom whatever. Doom. We're going to call pretty it cool. Tower of Doom. Pretty cool. Somebody will correct us. Anyway, well, hopefully. Uh, Nobody's going to correct yeah. us. Uh, pretty cool uh, to go into the end of the, of the match. We've got... Um, we after that you got uh, the yeah, end of the yeah. match was uh, Sami okay, Zayn hitting the haluva kick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the triple cage is the tower of doom. Uh, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna, oh my we're god, gonna, we'll review that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you got uh, you got what you call it? You got Sami Zayn hitting the haluva kick on uh, Kevin Owens and, and, and covering for the pin. The fans were going absolutely yeah. buck wild yeah. for that. Sami Zayn got the the win. Uh, and uh, Dasha comes out as he's on the ramp and asks him why. Uh, after all the promises you've made to Kevin Owens, why did you attack? Why did you attack him and then take the pin? And he goes, "Why? Why? Because I'm the best wrestler that's on the WWE right now. I'm the best wrestler on SmackDown. And every time I come out, I don't get the opportunities that I deserve." And he goes, "So you're saying why? Why?" He said, "The answer is pretty obvious. He goes, I'm gonna go." Uh, it's not about the WWE title. It's about who is the best, and Sammy just proved that he is. And then, uh, and then it went off the air. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go, SmackDown goes off the air. That was the go home show uh, with what? a, a lackluster Lord. promo towards so Sammy's the end. not winning. I don't think Sammy wins at all now. That was a pretty fire promo from Sammy Zayn. I was kind of impressed because that, I don't think they ever, they don't really give that guy mic time if it isn't with Kevin Owens. Right. So and I mean. But other than that, we've got now that was the go home show, which means it's prediction time. Yeah, give me two I, minutes yep. and I will get it up, sir. 
Um, yeah, it's it's just uh, I don't know. I don't uh, I don't see this being a very good pay per view at all. I yep. don't. I've got it right here. If you want to go off of this. Uh yeah yep, sure. sure. Uh, all right, let's start. Wikipedia. Yeah, this has got all the matches. Uh, no pre-show matches announced as of late. I think that I think that women's tag team match is going to be the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, because this looks like other than that, we've got a pretty you know, there's six matches announced. I can only imagine that uh, the six-pack challenge is going to be a pretty long match. The uh, six-pack challenge is probably going to be more than a half hour. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll start at the bottom. Uh, yeah, you got Becky Lynch and, and Naomi, Naomi versus, versus Natalia and Carmella. I would say that that's just a faces go over type of thing. Oh yeah, um, but but like that that also leaves leaves the question. You know, does Natalia go to uh, now all of a sudden she can make matches, and she is now going and is going to face Ruby Riot or Charlotte Flair? Does she win that match? Probably not. Probably the faces still go over. But uh, interesting little tidbit there. Nothing too crazy. Faces go over. Faces go over. Right, we, got, so we both got Becky Lynch and we, Naomi. We agree on that. Yep. Nakamura versus uh, Rusev uh, for the naming rights for Rusev Day. That is not the actual stipulation, but that's certainly what it sounds like, right? So, Shinsuke Nakamura or Rusev, do we get a... Do you, do, is Rusev going to be the warm-up for AJ Styles like Dolph Ziggler could be for, for Shinsuke Nakamura? That is the question, because that will that will ultimately determine... I think Rusev wins, but not by pin or submission. I think that we get an either disqualification or count-out victory. I don't think Nakamura takes a loss from now until Mania. Eh, I, that's possible. I don't, I don't think know. so. There's no point. There's no point in making him lose any, in any way, shape, or form. DQ, count-out, nothing. There's no point. There's no point in making him lose. Yeah. If this was just a one-off thing to get Shinsuke Nakamura in the ring... To prepare for, you know, to get everybody eyes on him. You know, you can't give him a match. You can't not give Nakamura a match the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. You can't not do it. Yeah. I think Nakamura goes over. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go. This is going to be my... This is going to be the, the only the pick that, you know... I'm going to say Rusev by count or disqualification. All right. So, we're so split we're on split that. on that. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot with Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, wow. Um, Charlotte. I've got Charlotte, but I don't think she's leaving as champion. Really? I think Carmella cashes in on Sunday after oh, the match God. when Ruby Riot loses and the Riot Squad leaves Charlotte laying there. Very reminiscent of what uh, happened on SmackDown not too long ago. But um, this all depends because apparently they're going to make a decision on Asuka very soon. Uh, within the next 24 hours. So if uh, if the plan ends up being that Asuka's going to go and challenge Charlotte, then obviously that's out of the question. But I, I regardless, I think Charlotte, I think we're both on it. Charlotte Flair's going over in, in, the, in the scheduled match. Whether Carmella cashes in Sunday, I think it's very possible as of right now that she does. Because they'll get it out of the way before WrestleMania. There is time to take the belt off of her. Just in case. No, not really. They've got four weeks. They can take... Look. Four weeks? Not even. What? You four got, weeks. Oh, four you weeks. do have four weeks. You have four weeks to a build for WrestleMania? Yeah. Can we get rid of the pay-per-views in between? That yeah, second pay-per-view. Yeah. Can we get rid of that second pay-per-view in between? Mm -hmm. Give me Elimination Chamber and then that's it. 
Now I'm hearing Money in the Bank is going to be dual branded. Dual brand. Yeah, everything after Money in the Bank is dual branded. Perfect. Yep. Uh, so we're both we both got Charlotte Flair in that one. Uh, the Usos take on the New Day. Oh jeez. For the WWE SmackDown Tag oh, Team Championships. Oh Uh, probably going to be the match of the night. To be honest with you. Oh jeez. I think it's going to be, but I I also think it. What's it called? I think uh. I think. We're gonna. I think we're gonna see the Usos retain the championships, whether it be pinfall, submission, countout, or disqualification. The Usos will retain the championships. Um, oh, I think geez. the Bludgeon Brothers get heavily involved in this. We're gonna get the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos at WrestleMania. Yep. And the Usos in their first WrestleMania match, do they put them over? Probably, because at this point, if you build the Bludgeon Brothers into these into this big tag team just to have them go to the grandest stage and lose, I mean... Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, the Usos uh, retain the championships. Oh, boy. Uh, I... Oh, man. We got a no contest. Mm-hmm. I think we got a no contest. You pick. All right. So I guess what by disqualification? By disqual- yeah. Like I said, it. it I, I think for the. I think for what's it called? For championship matches, the way we should do it, just because there are variables, especially we should just determine whether or not the champions retain or not. So, uh, that being said, uh, we go to. Uh, the co- well, as of right now, the scheduled co-main event: Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton for the WWE United States Championship. Do you think that this? You, Wait, you said- I gotta backtrack a little bit. Uh, where does Oscar fit into this whole thing with Charlotte? If that's the plan, I don't know. I have not a clue. See, because that's the thing is, you know, we're building for this Nia Jax, uh, to turn on. Alexa Bliss, or the other way around. Regardless. She could just, she could just come out to SmackDown and say, "I want, I, I want, I'm good over there." Yeah, because she's got the opportunity. That's the thing is, like, there's no nothing set in stone, which is why they're set to make a decision on that really quick. Because they they need to make the decision before they're not going to have her come out the, the week before WrestleMania. Yeah. I hope. I don't. I don't know. And just say, yeah. Now, maybe Oscar comes out at Fastlane. At the end of the night. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying, the, yeah. So, so they think Oscar comes out of Fastlane. So who knows? I, 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 it's very possible. I guess we'll figure it out. Uh, Bobby Roode and Randy Orton. Is Randy Orton going to win his first United States Championship? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. See, this is another one of those things that's like, you know, Randy Orton has... Uh, has never won the United States Championship. He, I think he's won. We're going every... off the basis that Jinder Mahal doesn't doesn't get added. Because uh, I was just about to pick Jinder Mahal. See, because here's another thing: is just based off what we've already talked about. Let's just not let's talk about uh, just based off my predictions. You can you can throw in yours as well. Rusev uh, beats or Nakamura wins by disqualification or whatever. Rusev uh, will win by countout disqualification, whatever, right? Something like that. That means Aiden English might get involved, you know. Uh, Ruby Riot. Let's just say Carmella does cash in. Let's say the, the Riot Squad attacks Flair after the match. 
Then the Bludgeon Brothers come out and attack the Usos. I can't see Jinder Mahal wrecking a match if if my predictions are somewhat correct. That, um, you know, then that means just about every match except for the main event is going to have some kind of interference running uh, or distraction type of thing. I can't see that happening. Oh, actually, I could because SmackDown. Uh, I think Bobby Roode's going to retain. I don't think it's. I don't think Orton's going to win his first United States Championship. At least not. Uh, not here. I feel. Uh, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. I'm. I, but I, my guess is Bobby Roode retains the championship. The. I don't know because it's just company loves Orton and Orton's been you know yeah but who wouldn't want to see that entrance of Bobby Roode's coming out at WrestleMania, WrestleMania for the championship match yeah for... or as the champion in general uh, I'm going to say Bobby Roode retains <sighs> that is my prediction I think I think Bobby Roode retains uh, two and I think that um I think that Jinder Mahal will get involved after the match. Okay. So that we can set that up for Mania. Gotcha. And our main event in the evening, we'll do this the way that we did the last uh, Fatal 5-Way 6-Pack Challenge that we predicted. We're going to rank them. Uh, who definitely, who does not win to who do we think is going to win? All right. So starting at your number, uh, your number six right. spot, I'll, I think we you both. You go first. You go first. All right. Number six spot for me is John Cena. I don't think John Cena wins this at all. Number six is John Cena? Yes. My lowest is Cena. Uh, and I can't see Cena winning. I, I just can't. Uh, at least not not right now. Num uh, the Right above that, Baron Corbin. I don't think Baron Corbin wins the championship. Uh, but he's got a better chance than Cena because I think Cena's got other things going on. But Corbin uh, is kind of probably just going to end up under the giant memorial battle royal again. Uh... My, what am I at? Four? Yeah. Yeah. I'm at four. No, wait. No, you're at three. No, I've only put name two. That would leave four left. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on a different. Yeah. Uh, then it would be, uh, for me, next would be uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, okay. Uh, right above Kevin Owens would be Sami Zayn. My top two. Number two, Dolph Ziggler. Really? Yep. And my prediction to win the match, number one, AJ Styles. I I think that we've 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 gotten well past um, the idea that um, that Nakamura and AJ is probably going to happen. Is it going to be? You know the match that we that we know we want it to be. Oh, yeah. No, but I think it's gonna happen, it's and gonna I be think nowhere it, near Wrestle Kingdom. Yep, I think I I think we I think we get it. I think we get a sports entertainment version of it. All right, so I'm gonna go and switch this up for you. Uh, I've got Baron Corbin uh, last. There's no way in hell that guy wins. You got John Cena right under him. You got. Sami Zayn at number four. You got Kevin Owens. No. Oh man. Uh. Got Dolph Ziggler. 
Okay. And then I got Bear, I got uh, Kevin Owens at number two, and AJ Styles at number one. Okay, so the reason why I pick uh, Sami Zayn is third is because I know that him and Kevin Owens are going to have, him and Kevin Owens are going to have the feud going into Mania. Most likely. Maybe not. I'm hearing they might be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They might save this for SummerSlam. Who knows? But, if they were to do this match, Sami Zayn is winning the title. Not over Kevin Owens. So, I got Sami Zayn third. I got Baron Corbin dead last because fuck Baron Corbin. Uh, John Cena is, you know, obviously why I put him at five. Dolph Ziggler I put him at four because I can understand they might throw the shock there and might have... Ziggler win and have Ziggler versus Nakamura versus AJ for the title. You know, that would make sense. I get it. Not the best idea in the world, but I'll take it more than anything else. It's an internet darling's wet dream. Yes. Um, And then Kevin Owens, like I said, for Sami Zayn, if, if, if they're going to go into that feud for the title, then I say that they put the... It would make sense to put the title on Kevin Owens... More than it would be on Sami Zayn because you could have Sami Zayn turning face and and you know, uh, you know, chasing for the title, and then obviously number one is AJ Styles. Why would they take the title off of him? I don't know. They have a habit of doing weird and crazy things like that. So, you know, that's that's our picks for Fastlane. Yep. yep. We're so really we're only split on uh, Rusev Nakamura. Uh, we'll see. Let's see what happens. That's like I said, I threw that in there as a monkey wrench. See what happens. Uh, but that's Smack Me Raw for this week. Smack Me Raw. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Uh, you got our sponsors for tonight. You've got Russell Rated our Tyson Catch them on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine yards. You also got on Audio Mac as well. The album The Goat is there. You can catch him on YouTube as well. Uh, his song Gummo Remix. Is going to be at the end of the podcast once uh, we sign off. Um, so definitely go and stick around for that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, The Works, iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Really, really appreciate it. If you could leave us a like and subscribe on that, some bitch as well. We are on YouTube, Double Turn Radio, and every social media outlet you can find. Um, we've got our Road to Video podcast. Uh, the next Smack Me Raw that you see is going to be on camera. The next 10 count that you see is going to be on camera. The next everything that you're going to see is going to be on camera. So stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. I am excited. I know James is excited. Am I correct? Very excited. As Cannot he motions wait. to the camera that's not on right now. Uh, I'm practicing. Yeah, so uh, you can practice not biting your nails on camera too. I, yeah, I actually did pretty well today. Not too bad. Yeah, not terrible. Not too bad. Right. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, uh... Yeah, uh, shout out to Wrestle Radar Tyson. Shout out to Warriors of Wrestling on April 14th. They've got uh, uh, Hostile Takeover, and they also have Women of Warriors 5. If you haven't seen Jillian Hall, uh, like we haven't, because she crawled into a rock and fucking died, you could go on April 14th. Crawled into a rock. Yeah, crawled into a rock. <laughs> chiseled her way into a rock fucking and, and died. fucking died. And now she came back to life. She is the women's Jesus. Uh, so... Uh, definitely go check that out. That's going to be at 1839 Bath Avenue, the second home of Warriors of Wrestling. 
Um, I have some big announcements coming up soon with Warriors as well. If you haven't as already checked it out, check out the Warriors of Wrestling Training Academy. Check out our interview with WOW's own Logan Black. Uh, it's a great, great hysterical interview. You got a lot of old, uh, you know, um, indie road stories. You got a lot of history behind WOW. You got a lot of history behind uh, Logan Black's career. If you're you a find, fan of him, you find out. Another, uh, uh, we actually interviewed two wrestlers. If you watch the, if you listen to that podcast, you'll learn. You know exactly what we're talking about. Yes, thank you, Al Muskie. Uh, so I actually looked up that website that he gave me and we're going to talk about it a little bit oh, okay. but before that ladies and gentlemen we want to say thank you very much for supporting us uh, we are going on to bigger and better things like we said video podcast better equipment so definitely go and check it out in the next coming weeks and months we really appreciate it my name is Xavier Heat Wrestling's favorite hothead and next to me is my beautiful and lovely co-host I almost missed my cue yep. <laughs> the man with no gimmick the James Cothy for Double Turn is... Radio signing off this has been Smack Me Raw thank you fuck you bye, bye. We all know him. Rapper like a domino, any kind of foe. Watch me stretch him like abdominals. I'm a line him, yo. Anything I touch, phenomenal. A line of flow. I be styling to get him out of here. Like it's time to go. Made a way in this lane. I'm honing in on the moment, so it's one versus all. Rain over him like I'm roaming in the zone. On this mic, and all I see is opponents. Gave my life to this music. I never chased them diplomas. Never had a plan B. Never thought of aborting it. Killing like a legend. Rated Randall Keith in it, really about that action, I ain't about to keep talking it, butcher like a bull and you lose it, so put a fork in it, animal and hawking it, living less fortunate, till I took the warrior's road and then I caught a lick, Aikerman Razor, I bring the pain when I author it, flare flowing, every single figure full of gotta wrestle every rap. Catch them when they lack. Long wolf on the zone, putting pressure on the pack. Like Shamrock, I'm a snap. I bet you they attack. Eugene with the flows, how I'm special on the track, boy. If I'm rapping it, bet you I'ma wrestle it. Dub dub E, I've been down since they was effing it. And I got the raps that'll get us out the deficit. Bet that you a clown if you think it's something less of it. It's effortless to send a message to the pessimists without a precedent. So never stress on my finessing it, cause I'm the best of it. Best it was and never will be. And the lesson is I'm about to buzz until they kill me. Flooding with the real non-chemical. Wrestling and rap mixed together, that's the pinnacle. Coming for the crown, I'll finish you. Bet it's going down for the count. Like the ref, wrong step, and I'm pinning you. Win when I'm finna do. Stomp them like finna do. It's my time, no waste a minute being cynical. Push him to the limit. I ain't really a cocky cat, but who you know gun wrestle rapper Takashi track? Besides me, they couldn't even copy that. I gotta be the best. How could I not be that? Right here on my back is where the rock be at. And it's the people's champ. I'm about to rocky that. Gotta wrestle every rap. Catch him when they lack. Lone wolf on the zone, putting pressure on the pack. Like Shamrock, I'm a snap. I bet you they attack. Eugene with the flows, how I'm special on the track, boy. If I'm rapping it, bet you I'ma wrestle it. Dub dub E, I've been down since they was effing it. And I got the raps that'll get us out the deficit. Bet that you a clown if you think it's something less of it.